Welcome to Bricks and Boards Pod. We're back. How you doing? Happy New Year, Wiley. Happy New Year, Miles. I'm doing well. Oh man, uh, first week of action down. Lots to be excited about. Um, early season reactions. You know, things are starting to shake up. I think what we're like five, six games into the season so far. For most teams, besides the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Besides the Rockets. I mean, that's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Um, because these kind of these double headers, um, going back to back since the same team, um, two nights in a row. Like it's kind of weird. It's kind of Honestly, I don't really enjoy necessarily watching my team play the same team two times in a row, but you know it is what it is. They're trying to squeeze it in. Um, how do you think that's going to work out at the end of the year? Are, they, are there going to be some makeup games? I mean, what's going to go on? It's certainly going to take some getting used to, but the league foresaw this. That's why they only released the first half of the schedule yeah. up until a certain point. I forget that's what right. the date is, mm-hmm. so they can make up for all these games that they're going to eventually miss because yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah, because uh, guys are going to be going to the strip club and you know going to birthday parties because there's still a pandemic of... about and people still want to live their lives. Yeah, right. Cough, cough, Danwell House. Yeah, Come on, right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. At least there's no bubble for anybody to inf- infiltrate anymore. You know? Not yet. It's just every. Uh, every arena across America much better this time <laughs> just much more open you know yeah well some surprising things um kind of happening to start the season I think there's a lot of stuff that's pretty much on par um, with what we thought you know Kevin Durant looks pretty much amazing um LeBron and AD are you know doing their thing um, a couple of guys you know looking like they're taking good steps but there's some guys that have been really disappointing so far this season super disappointing yeah um I got an early one I think I'm Kind of low on Donovan Mitchell at this point. Man, he is really just shooting bricks. Thank you for playing into our Thank name a little, Donovan, into, so we can talk yeah, about geez. you. Um, shout out to Donovan Mitchell for shooting thirty-five uh, percent from the field and thirty percent from three. Um, I don't, I don't know what that team is going to be able to do if he doesn't pick it up. Because not only is Donovan Mitchell struggling, but their number two scorer, Bojan Bogdanovic, is also struggling. Almost worse, yeah. just as bad. He's shooting around thirty percent from three too. Yeah, and it's not exactly like they got a lot. Um, of options, you know, between Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert, probably their two other best players. I don't know where they're going to get a ton of scoring from. Um, I like Jordan Clarkson on that roster, but he's certainly not, you know, you can't rely be the on guy. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is he going to go blow for blow with Donovan or with uh, Jamal Murray? He's just not. Post- yeah, he's not. If Donovan Mitchell's off, it seems to be that Bojan's going to be off, and I think you're asking a little too much of Mike Conley. He's not that kind of guard. He's not that kind of guy. Yeah. And you certainly don't want Jordan Clarkson to be that guy if he's not on. Cause mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You watch him jack some shot up, shots yeah. up. It's not very good sometimes. Yeah, yeah Rudy I, I, Gobert's just—he's not an offensive guy. He's a good offensive player, but he's kind of more of a role guy. No, no. So I mean, totally. What he averaged like eleven points last year. You know, Shaq got on his case about that. Um, he still got paid, buddy. I don't know if if Donovan Mitchell won't perform. This team's ceiling is really, really low. Really, Super really low. limited. Um, so limited. Doesn't matter what Quinn Snyder does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when do you blow the whistle on this? You know, we're six games in for them. Uh, at what point do you start to worry about Donovan Mitchell? It's still too early. If the Jazz continue to struggle. As his shooting percentages kind of return to the mean, which I, they really need him and Bojan. If they start returning to the mean and the Jazz still struggle, that's when I'll start worrying. Yeah. But they're shooting so terribly right now, yeah. and they're just too good of offensive players. I don't see it continuing this bad for so long. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it quite yet. But um, you know, if we get to game fifteen and Donovan Mitchell's not picking it up, um, the West is not going to get any easier. The Suns are much improved. The Kings have beat the, the Nuggets twice already. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of teams that they need to watch out for. I don't know. You know what what it needs to change for them. Um, you know, but I trust their coach. I trust that they got a good system. Clearly, they got you know a lot of depth and a lot of good talent. But you got to shoot better, Donovan. You got to shoot better. You got to shoot a lot better. better shooters out there. Yeah, yeah. Give me a guy who you're disappointed with start this season. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed in Aaron Gordon, and not for like numbers reasons per se, but because his I don't know his minutes are down. His usage percentage is about the same. It's like are they kind of phasing him out a little bit i'm tired of waiting for aaron gordon to take that step 
I think this is who he is. Yeah. I'm tired yeah. of seeing it on Twitter. Aaron Gordon might take a step this year. Why do we keep expecting that from this guy? I don't know. I His don't numbers know. are virtually the same almost every year. Uses percent is the same, but now his minutes are going down. Luckily, the Magic are still good. Yeah, no, I'm actually kind of impressed with the start to the season for the Magic. Cole Anthony, um, you know, had a really bad season in North Carolina, tanked his draft stock, and then all of a sudden he's actually kind of balling out. His um, numbers look really good outside of, like, the traditional stuff. Like, his shooting is not very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not expecting too much out of him um, to start the, you know, start his career, not just the season, but his, his NBA career. But I'm definitely surprised with this Aaron Gordon development, you know, especially considering um, the front court. They should have more space for a guy like Aaron Jonathan Gordon. Jonathan Isaac's out. Mo Bamba's not playing. Mm-hmm. How is he not pl- out playing like Ken Birch? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Don't I mean, understand. you know, maybe I'm you know a victim of this too. But you know, I think a lot of people get caught up with his athleticism and his youth, and they think that those are just immediately things are going to translate to him. But I mean, maybe he's just not that skilled of a basketball player. Maybe it's just not you know that's just not the right fit for him. You know, he's been there his whole career. I'd like to see him somewhere else because I think that he could be a super amazing complimentary piece um, somewhere else. Yeah, you know, because he's a great. He's good in what he does for the Magic, but he's not going to lift their ceiling anymore. And I no. think it's just. They might just both need a fresh start. Yeah, yeah. He's been there for like almost six, seven years now. Yeah. No, I'd agree. I'd agree. I mean, on the other hand, I think that one of the guys that I'm most impressed with, another guy super young, um, you know, making the correct steps, Jalen Brown has just been absolutely cooking, guys, blowing people out of the water. He's shooting like Lights a ridiculous right percent. He's he's scoring at a high clip. He's playing the same minutes a game, and he's, he's taking his scoring up like six points a game. Um, shooting a super super respectable twenty seven or uh, scoring twenty seven points a game, shooting fifty seven from outside or thirty seven from outside, fifty seven from the field. Keep the Jays together. Maybe Danny Ainge knows what he's doing. Maybe you shouldn't rush to trade James Hart trade for James Harden. I mean, you know, it's, it seems obvi- it seemed obvious. You know, go get your guy James Harden. But when you have a chance to keep guys like uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown together, you're gonna have them both under contract. They're two of the best young three and D wings in the league. You keep that tandem together. You drafted those guys in pretty much, what, back-to-back years? You don't hit like that all the time. You keep those guys together. Keep those guys together. Yeah, I've been so, so impressed with how they played. Um, of course, we know how that first game against the Bucks went. You know, both of those guys balled out. But it just seems like every night I check the box score, Jalen Brown is doing something else. He's averaging two steals a game right now. Wow. He is absolutely locking guys down. He's got such a nice shot. I mean, between those two, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, best probably 3 and D wing combo. I mean, not just 3 and D, too. I don't want to I don't want to bring him down to that, but they great slashers, great scorers. I mean, both of them can handle the ball. Both of them can facilitate and pass a little bit. And they fit within that Boston system so well, man. Yeah. They click. You know, I I really want to see him take that next step in the playoffs. You know, I, I know it would probably have to come at the Bucks' downfall, which I know you wouldn't be super stoked about. But if they can finally put it all together, they've pushed them teams to the Eastern Conference Finals almost like mm-hmm. the past two, mm-hmm. three years. Yeah. They have it in them. Take yeah. that step. Yeah. Make your mark. Now they got experience, and um, you know, I I know that Jason Tatum's probably the more talented player, but Jalen Brown is just seems like he's a, he's a great leader. You know, on off the court, he seems to always be doing the right things, saying the right things. Um, I just I really trust him as you know second fiddle to Jason Tatum being kind of the superstar. I really think he's an awesome complimentary piece. I can't wait to see what they do. I mean, they're gonna make noise. They're gonna challenge teams like the Nets, the Bucks, um, Miami, Miami, Toronto. Yeah, I mean. You have two guys like that that can go and give you buckets in so many different ways that can lock people down, that can hit shots over anybody. I mean, that's that's huge. Two all-star level talents. Yeah, absolutely. Yet to be seen whether Jalen Brown will make an all-star team. But start this year. If he keeps playing like this, there's no way he can. He has to have a spot. He has to. I mean, his shooting numbers are just ridiculous. He's scoring so much. It'd be be criminal if he wasn't an all-star. It'd be a disservice to him and his reputation. Yeah. 
Wow, a team I'm kind of down on to start this year. I mentioned it just a second ago. Toronto. Toronto. One in four. Yeah. Not a good start. OG got a big contract this year, and he just hasn't been shooting no. at all. His attempts are up. His usage is kind of low still, and he's just shooting bricks, yeah. man. Yeah, I saw I saw uh, last night they played the Pelicans, and Zion with the YMCA closeout on him just because he, he almost like he looked like he knew OG was just going to break the shot, and sure enough, he did from the corner. Yeah, he's been bad. He's been really bad. I'm, I'm disappointed. I was really high on him going into this year. He was going to take a bigger step. You know, they lost Surge. They lost... Marcus Sol, they brought in Aaron Baines, and I was hoping for him to take that next step. And his shot is just not falling so far, and yeah. that Raptors team is struggling. Yeah, they've they've undergone a pretty uh, drastic transformation. I mean, you lose, you know, over the course of two years, you lose guys like Danny Green, Kawhi, Serge, Marc Gasol. I love Nick Nurse. Um, I love Kyle Lowry. I love Van Vliet, but that that's team, a talent. Yeah, talent depletion right yeah, there. Yeah, that team has been depleted, and you know, I'm not super high on Siakam. Haven't been ever really in. You know, he was benched the other night for disciplinary action. Yeah. That's not a good look. It's not a good look it's not at a good all, look. dude. You're supposed to be the guy now. You yeah. were the guy until you got hurt last year, yeah. and then it's kind of yeah. It's been mystery. Yeah. Like I don't understand what's going on. I mean, I was told he was going to be Giannis Light, but dude, um, he made the made the All Star team last year, but and it just hasn't been there. Hasn't been there. Hasn't been there. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, the team shooting. I think they got the second worst second worst field goal percentage in the league right now. The worst um, offensive rating. Yeah, you know, and they have a great they have a great defense, and they're a disciplined and well coached team. But yeah, I mean the depletion of the talent um guys not taking the right steps too you know i, I was a huge og Ananobi fan he hit an amazing iconic game winner last year against boston that wow. was so much fun and he just walked it off it was ice cold i was high on him but this year it hasn't been coming together fred van vliet's not doing it luckily um, it's still early for still them very that's early. the only thing you still can very early. and i think i think this is the last year we can expect them to be like contenders you know i think they're taking a firm step back this year just because so. of the talent depletion and I don't know, just the other teams in the East are more improved. The Hawks, I almost feel even better about. Obviously, the Nets look a lot better. The Sixers look a lot better this year. The Bucks, kind of just running the course so far. i got to see the playoffs. Miami, I don't know. But Toronto, not looking good to start. Yeah, another team that I was um, a little bit higher on than most people that definitely disappointing so far is the Warriors. Um, just seems like nobody on that team can hit a shot. Kelly Oubre has been... God awful. Andrew Wiggins doesn't seem to have any interest in evolving his game, and um, you know maybe we should have tampered our expectations with Steph because you know he can only do so much off the ball, and you know quite frankly when he's on the ball taking these pull up jumpers, you know after three or four dribbles he's not making them. He's less efficient. Not making a lot of them because his game is more. He's more of a. I mean he can do everything. He can mm -hmm. shoot everywhere. He can do any kind of shooting. But I feel like when Steph 2016 2017 that Steph he was catching and shooting. Yeah. And the offense was just clicking around him. We had Clay. We had Draymond feeding him. He doesn't have that. Yeah. And it it shows. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm also not so sure Draymond is even making that big of a difference. Um, you know, check the box score the other night, he had like four, four, and four. You know, he's just he's not doing it at a high level anymore. Clay was so important to that team. Um the one bright spot has been James Wiseman. Yeah. He looks good he's to start. Good. He's he looks good. good to start. Able to run the court, um, the full length of the court. He's got an okay shot over the head, legitimate jump shot. Um, you know, he's definitely erratic. He's definitely got those rookie tendencies from the few games that I've watched, but He's been, a, he's been a bright spot for them. He's going to learn. And he played all of, what, three games at Memphis, and he hasn't played pretty much professionally or just, I don't know. He hasn't yeah. really played in, like, two years. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I, I'm about to say it, too. I think Steve Kerr's getting exposed a little bit. You think uh, so? You know, I mean, he, he did walk into a really great situation, and Mark Jackson— An all-time situation. You know, I'm not going to say Mark Jackson was a great coach, but he certainly, you know, took him pretty close to the finish line, and Steve Kerr was able to get him over the hump. But, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to be a dumpster fire over there. Yeah, you know, and when your main additions were like Kelly Oubre and the rookie James Wiseman, guys like that, it's just not going to... Yeah. Those are solid moves, but it's not championship-level moves, and I think that's what people expected from the Warriors. Yeah, and, and too much on Steph Curry's plate. Oh, yeah. You know, we all knew it was going to be a lot for him, and, um, you know, he's, he's older. I still think you let him shoot like 30 times a game, honestly. What just, do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? He's your best player. He's going to be tired. Fucking manage his minutes a little better. Yeah. Just shot him out there and shoot it 30 times a game. We'd all love to see it. Dude, what kind of numbers, what kind of numbers could he average, yeah. dude? Yeah. Uh. yeah. I want to see this, uh, you know, kind of Dame Lillard, Steph Curry rivalry yeah. be built up a little bit. You know, I want to, I want to see some uh, logo threes, Steph. Start taking them. I want to see them splash them in each other's face and talk and jaw a little bit running yeah. up the court. Yeah, I mean the Blazers, you know, whooped on them the other night. It and, was pretty bad. And so, I don't know. I don't have any reason right now to believe that the Warriors are going to figure it out. Yeah, I just don't because we've seen Andrew Wiggins. We kind of, I think, know at this point what kind of player he is. And this is kind of a re- repeat of last year. You know, they started out kind of rough. For like, they, they might figure it out. Steph got hurt. They got yeah. the number two pick. Yeah, oh, God forbid Steph gets hurt again. Dude, this team's going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah. They, again. Again, in a much better draft, at least. You know, mm-hmm. if you get up near the top, you might be able to get a higher-rated prospect. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, not super not super excited on their start to the season. Um, on the flip side of the Warriors coin, you just mentioned it, the Blazers, a player I'm super impressed with, has been CJ McCollum. Yeah, very he impressed. Is, absolutely killing it this year averaging a career high in points career high in field goal percentage mm-hmm. three point attempts mm-hmm. assist usage rate yeah man this guy is balling out yeah. maybe the addition of covington allow cj to do a little more on offense a little less on defense folks a little more get your bucket mm-hmm. and it's showing mm-hmm. they're clicking so far and i really like the way cj's looked yeah absolutely no and um cj was able to kind of pick up the slack for dame a little bit because you know dame didn't have a great start to the season but i mean First player in Blazers history to hit 25 threes through five games. I thought for sure Dame would have that record. How is Dame not on that? How I, I is, don't how know. Dame not have no, that? CJ's doing it. Um, and I got to you know give a lot of respect to CJ because I feel like every time I, I tune in to a Blazers game, he, he doesn't look good. I feel like for me, I never, really see, pass the eye test. I never see him playing well, but every time I check a box score, he's balling out. So mad you're, respect to CJ. You're his bad luck charm. Stop watching Blazers games. That's fine. I don't Sorry, CJ. Blazers game. <laughs> But, I mean, I, I'm truly so impressed with him. Um, you know, he's a guy that doesn't necessarily impose physically. He's not, like, the most skilled guy. He's not going to cross you over, really. But, you know, he always get in the right position. Though. He's always slashing. Um, I'm, I'm really impressed. So, I hope to see CJ and then the Blazers succeed. They were just plagued by injuries last year, and it sucked. It really sucked. Man, I'm really hoping for some better luck for them. You know, Zach Collins is healthy. Nurkic is back. I really like the Rocco pickup. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think they'll be contenders. And showing so far, if, if CJ can keep this kind of level up, I even super worried about the Blazers. Yeah, I think they're going to be them. really good. Mm-hmm. Well, and they definitely have that, um, you know, that X factor. They've been in the big moments. Um, you know, they ran into a juggernaut Lakers team last year that ended up winning the title, so no surprises there. But, you know, we've seen Dame send people home. We've seen him ball out. We know what they can do. Dude, and before he ran into the juggernaut of the Lakers last year, he always runs into the Warriors the years before. It's yeah. like, man, if there's one year that Dame doesn't run into some team like that, mm-hmm. what is he capable of? Is he going to be that guy, make yeah. that run? Yeah. I can see it. Well, and especially right now with so many teams at like 500, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say things are certainly wide open because yeah. I have to still believe things will revert to average. but Super early. But, I mean, there's no reason to think that they, they can't challenge, um, you know, I would say teams like the Jazz and the Nuggets so far. Um, they definitely look the part, and so I'm excited to see where they go. If if their top two guys can ball out, that's what you need. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it's it. a good start. Yeah, yeah. Another um another 
player that I have been so superbly impressed with start the season is uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Oh yes, I yes, I every I swear to God he doesn't miss every single <laughs> shot he takes. He's got to be he's got to be shooting around sixty percent from three point. Yeah, right si- now. he's shooting sixty three percent from three right now, which just feels absurd if you watched any Bucks games last year because it feels like he couldn't even get the ball to the front rim. A lot of the times he looked kind of lost out there, kind of yeah. just. A step behind, trying to catch up, but this year he looks like he's the guy in control. He's, oh my gosh! Yeah, Bud's letting him bring the ball up on offense. Mm-hmm. He's running screens. He's passing it off to Giannis. He's to taking Brooke. pull-ups on the fast break and just canning them. Uh, I I can't say enough good things about him so far. Um, you know, maybe getting traded, but not really over the offseason. Lit a fire, you know, lit a fire him, under him. Yeah. Um, and I also think too, you know, Drew Holiday's unlocked a little bit because dude, playing next to Drew allows Drew's probably the best defender on that team now. Yeah. I mean, very close. To, I mean, obviously Giannis just won. Yeah, defense player of the year. But he no, he's up there. I mean, he's always picking guys. Um, and he just he kind of sets a precedent on the court. I also think that maybe there's a little bit of an element, you know, Divincenzo playing next to Bledsoe, not necessarily the biggest confidence boost. Um, and so now he's got a guy that's super reliable on the defensive end. Definitely knows that he can facilitate well. Is gonna you know not make stupid mistakes. And I think that's doing a lot for the team overall. Chris Middleton's also looked good, but Divincenzo is playing with so much confidence. I can't even believe it. I'm so excited. And you know, I I have to. Put my money where my mouth is a little bit. I'm I, I'm glad we don't have Bogdanovich. I'm glad we kept DiVincenzo. I'm really glad we kept him. Oh, yeah. I bet. I bet. Because he's fit into his role so well. He already knew the system, and it's obviously clicking. Yeah. It's obviously clicking, and his numbers are way up. You know, I'm super impressed with him as well. Yeah, numbers are way up. Um, he's just always slashing to the basket. Uh, he skies for rebounds. So he's, active out there. Yeah. Um, so he's definitely, he's got the IQ, the playmaking ability. Um, it was just the confidence that was never really there. And this year it feels like it's there. I so. love watching him move off the ball too. He's gotten really good at that. And you need that in an offense centered around Giannis, who mm-hmm. kind of lives around the rim-ish. But he's really expanding his game as well. Yeah. I'm really loving those turnaround baseline jumpers yeah, he's well, taking. Well, he was a borderline liability last year in the playoffs. Um, and now if they can try it out a lineup, you know, with Drew, DiVincenzo, Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez, that's... That's a pretty dangerous Because lineup. if Dante's shooting that way from outside, and you have Drew, it's two snipers mm-hmm. that you didn't have last year in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. Bledsoe, and DiVincenzo just wasn't this guy. Exactly. And then you got a Giannis with an improving shot, Chris Middleton, Chris Money Middleton, that dude can shoot the lights out. And Brooke Lopez just hit like 30%, yeah. man, 32. Yeah, I know. Just and contest some threat. freaking shots, please. Dude, you're like seven up. feet tall. You're huge. He looks like his feet are stuck in cement this year. Yeah, well, you know, he's a he's a big guy, so I'm not surprised he doesn't get that <laughs> high off the ground. And he's a year older. Yeah, but I mean, I guess maybe the, the team overall has been, you know, shooting. DiVincenzo is kind of just a microcosm of the trend of the whole team. I mean, they just set the NBA record most threes in a game. Good almost point. did it Almost did it again the next game. Wow. Um, so they have been shooting at a high clip. DiVincenzo's certainly been a part of that, and... You know, I have to I have to say I like the new team identity. You know, if they're going to be hitting this many shots, that's great. They they weren't a great three point shooting team last year. They took a lot, but they didn't hit, they didn't a, hit lot. a lot. But yeah, Divincenzo, he's he's giving Bucks fans reasons to have hope again. Yeah, you know this this will unlock another level because I mean they just need to prove they can do it in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what's going to plague this team until yeah. they show they can make exactly. a run. Yeah, there's always going to be questions whether yeah. they're fair or not. Yeah, I mean same thing with the Clippers too. It's like you know exactly. it, pretty much anything they do it during the season, it's doesn't really matter. We're going to have to see it in the postseason. So It's like the only two teams I feel like get a pass. The only like three teams in the league that I think get a pass right now are like the Warriors, the Raptors because they won so soon, and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you guys, do, you do, guys your, yeah. do your thing. Do your thing. You're yeah. not going to catch too much shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A guy I've been really impressed with is a rookie on Washington, Danny Avita. Advia. Adi- Advia? Advia. I'm sorry. We're going to have to get that I had down. that down yesterday, but now it's, I don't got that dude is playing phenomenally. And all their best lineups, 
feature this guy. And he has the lowest usage rate on the team. Mm-hmm. Scott Brooks, what are we doing? Well, I mean, hey, you signed Russell Westbrook to a contract. You trade for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it makes sense why he's not seeing the floor, but it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Dude, He's. I think he's got, I looked it up, he had like the eighth highest offensive rating in the league. Not even like rookies, not even on the team, just in the league. Mm-hmm. It's like, that dude, the offense is clicking when he's out there. He's making the right pass. He's averaging like five rebounds a game. Dude, trot him out there a little more. That's my rookie of the year pick right now. The plus minus numbers have been insane with him on and off the court. Um, You know, as much as I love Bradley Beal and, you know, Russell Westbrook, we all know who he is, triple double machine, but two pretty ball dominant guards. But I want to see this Hachimura and Denny Avita. I want to see that combo. Dude, Hachimura has taken a step forward this year, too. He looks a lot more comfortable out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was a guy I was looking out for to take a next step, and maybe they just went out and got the perfect guard for him. Maybe they did. Dude, I just I cannot say enough good things about this guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously this Wizards team has... Uh, They're taking lumps. Underwhelmed. They're taking for some lumps. For sure. I think the first game they won was uh, without Russell Westbrook. <laughs> so, you know, they got growing pains to work through. Obviously, they're a young team. Um, I like we'll the see. fire. I like the fire Russ has brought to the Wizards. It yeah. hasn't really translated yet onto the court and in their win column, but it just feels different. The Wizards, there's there's energy about them. Like they're not a pushover the team anymore. It's not like if Bradley Beal doesn't do anything, they're not doing anything. It's kind of like they got that oomph this mm-hmm. year, and yeah. well, I'm they, sure that's what Wizards fans appreciate about. And Russ. you know they surrounded them with some shooters. We got Bertans and Thomas Bryant. Um, and it hasn't happened yet, but yeah. you know it's still early, and I hold out hope that. You know, they can at least improve. We'll see if Avita can make a, you know, introduction into the lineup. Things can start clicking, but... Get him out there more, Scott. Come yeah, on. Absolutely. Um, another team that has kind of gone under a big transformation through the offseason, um, on the opposite end, though, looking great, the Phoenix Suns. Wow. Running through people right is now. Is CP3 just going to do that? Is he just this good for this team? Is he this perfect of a fit? Point God. Point, Point God. God. Point God. I mean, he already took that Thunder team um, to new heights, and they had no reason to be good, and... Now we have a team that has a lot of good talent, high-end starters like, you know, Booker and Ayton. And Booker's averaging almost six turnovers a game, and they're 5-1 and one still. Yeah, Dude, yeah. that's like your probably your main guy. Yeah, your best player is not even playing his best, and they're still just creaming people. So I can't believe it. I mean, I can, but I can't. But it, it's just unbelievable how this team went from two years ago drafting Number one overall, DeAndre Ayton, and now they look like they legitimately could challenge the Lakers and the Clippers in the West. Dude, if they keep up this pace, that's an easy top three for the West. Yeah, I think. easy, easy. Yeah. Monty yep. Williams has certainly like figured something out in this rotation in these roles because they're clicking. Early coach really of the well. year candidate, right there. Um, you know, eight zero in the bubble last year, five and one start the season. They're on Don't the play this team in an open gym. Do not <laughs> play this team. Do not play these people without any people around them. And crowds are clearly the kryptonite for the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, if you catch this team in an empty arena, be prepared to watch take your, an L. Watch your back. Yeah. No, I mean, guys like McCall Bridges, Cam Johnson seems to be a hit. Your um, boy Javon, Javon Carter. Carter. Cameron Payne couldn't miss in the bubble last year. I mean, this team is going to be able to do it from a lot of different places. Dario Saric still. I know. He's I mean, just getting back into the swing of things. Man. Yeah. They're talented. Yeah, They're really this talented. This is a scary team. This is a seriously scary team. Devin Booker dropped 70 just a couple of years ago. And that team was terrible. That team was terrible. And everybody was like, okay, it's Devin Booker on the sun. Yeah. It's a good player on a bad team. What are we supposed to yeah. think? Now there's some legitimacy. Well, now he's the number one option on a 5-1 and one team to start the year. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> Devin Booker might be that dude. Yeah. Uh, he might be that dude. And Chris Paul just might have unlocked. Uh, he might have just released the Kraken. Wouldn't that be something? I'm not mad at it. I have no reason to root against the Suns. What the I don't, heck? I don't really either. Why not? I don't care. 
<laughs> every every single star player that they had in their franchise history hasn't been able to take them there. So, you know, if Steve Nash couldn't do it, if Charles Barkley couldn't do it, etch your name in history, Devin. Get I hope done. you do it. I hope you do it. Yeah, that and for CP3's sake. He's getting up there in age. He hasn't even been to mm-hmm. the finals. It's like, dude, he's one of the best point guards of all time. Yeah. I and mean, that is such a glaring hole in yeah, his I mean, resume. Can you think of a player who would benefit more greatly legacy-wise from a title than Chris Paul? I mean, at least in the league right now. Some guys that come to mind, like James Harden, you know? But I think James Harden would add a lot of legitimacy to his scoring mm-hmm. persona, how he operates. Mm-hmm. But legacy-wise... For a guy who's been in the league for so long and has performed at such high levels and just for gotten so, so so long and gotten so unlucky in the worst moments, mm-hmm. I think that would do wonders. He's already a walk-in first ballot Hall of oh, Famer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, I mean he's got a LeBron-esque impact on the players in the game around him. Clearly, he's not as imposing and hasn't been able to do it at that level. hasn't you know been in those moments. Um, but he, not everybody has to be. He hasn't know? teamed up with um, you know other players like LeBron has too. And I think Chris Paul's greatest. Greatest achievement in his whole career is making DeAndre Jordan an All NBA player. I mean, Lob City that was that was all Chris Paul, all Chris Paul, all Chris Paul. Well, a little bit of Blake Griffin too. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a good thing those guys could jump high because uh, Chris Paul was going to get him the ball. That's for sure. But yeah, I'm just so impressed with that team so far. Kind of no surprises. Everybody, you know, certainly wanted to see it before they believed it, but we're yeah. seeing it. So absolutely, absolutely. Well, thanks for tuning in again on the Bricks and Boards Pod. Catch us next week for more basketball reactions, news, and commentary. Thanks, guys.